So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Good morning, Bachelor Nation, or good afternoon, depending on wherever you are listening to us. But wherever you are, welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. We are so happy to have you here. Thanks for coming back. If you're a first timer, welcome. We will not disappoint you. We are serving up all the latest and the greatest in the Bachelor world. Yes, we cannot wait to kick off today's episode because let's face it, there is a lot that went down. Uh, We are loving the season so far. It seems like Pete has a uh, quite his hands full with all of these ladies right now. Uh, so I think, Rach, we should just jump right in and get it started. Okay, let, let's jump in with this. I don't know how you feel, Becca, but after watching, I just needed to sit back, meditate, kind of detox mm-hmm. from all the drama and energy that I just watched. It was a lot. It was a lot. I Yes, I actually had to find myself taking breaks and just pausing because... You know, yes, it's a TV show. We know what we're getting into, but there is just such an abundance of drama. And I feel like I say this every week, but it's getting to the point now where this drama and not even drama between necessarily all of the girls, but just internally with how these girls are with Peter is just so much for me. Yeah, no, it's a lot. And I thought, oh, 
know, maybe with the girls going to a place like Cleveland that, you know, it would be a little bit mellow. Mm -hmm. How about the girl's reaction when Chris Harrison walks (laughs) in and he's like, you're going to Cleveland. Crickets. Is there a Cleveland outside of the States, maybe? (laughs) I appreciated the fact that they took a moment to just be like, what? Because, uh, okay, so on my season, just to kind of put in my two cents, we one night I told the guys we were going to Richmond, Virginia, and I felt like we had to reshoot that several times because at first the guys reacted the exact same way. It was just dead silence. They No one got excited. And finally I was like, okay, but there's this, this, and this, and this is what it's known for. And then finally they got the reaction, which, you know, we were all excited at that point for. Um, I... I would have been the same, I think. You know, I don't really know much about Cleveland after seeing the episode, though. I'm not going to lie. It looks like a hidden gem. I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. Mm, spoken like a true Midwesterner. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did say that, though. They, uh, It was in one of the, the girls when they first landed. They were like, Cleveland has the nicest people. The Midwest is wonderful. And I'm like, hell yeah, girl, it is. We do have the nicest people. So it, I can I can appreciate that. I'm not going to knock it. I used to live in the Midwest. I lived in Wisconsin for three years. But what I also found funny, though, was when, you know, and you know this, Becca, from an experience as a lead, you always get these tidbits about the place that you're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can hype up the girls or the guys um, about where you're going. So I thought it was so interesting that they show Peter slow-mo moving up (laughs) with his fist in the air and saying, this is where Superman's from. I'm like, I'm sorry, can we not say LeBron James? Um, maybe a little bit, a little Baker Mayfield, uh, Drew Carey, Cleveland Rocks. That's, that's what should have been like a, um, like a flash mob, a flash mob, well, a flash in the mob of the with street. him singing the song. That's what yes. I was hoping for. Yes. There's so many other things. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of other things, though, speaking of other things. We've got to get into this one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. I mean, Becca, I have to know your thoughts. So we see Victoria F. She gets a one-on-one. She's excited. We see that she and Peter fly around. I, so that's kind of telling. We're going to see mm-hmm. Peter flying a lot this season. We get it. How does, does he need a special license to fly different planes? Or if you're a pilot, can you just... Is it a free-for-all? That's what I was wondering, because we've seen him now in so many different types of planes yeah. that I'm like, how the heck is this guy just, like, allowed to fly all this? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know the answer to that, so maybe one of our listeners can write in and let us know. But, yeah, no, you're definitely right. That's actually a really good question. I have no idea. Because what if you so, get in a plane and you're like, oh, shit, I don't know if these are the right buttons, but I'm just going to try and go oh, that's for not it. okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right? No, says no pilot ever. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd be like, if I was a Victorian and that happened, I'd be like, uh-uh, bye-bye. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So we see them fly around, looking over Cleveland, taking in the sights, mm-hmm. and then they pass over an amusement park, Cedar Point. I've never been. Have you been? I have not. I've never been to Cleveland. No, I haven't either. But I actually do hear it's great at a cer- at certain times of the year. But the whole park is closed down for them. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And do you think that she was excited about the date or not? Was she like, oh, God, please don't. Please, I hope I don't get the Cleveland one-on-one. I did that when we went to Wisconsin. I was like, please don't let me get the Wisconsin one-on-one. I lived here. You know, (laughs) Victoria, there's something about her and 
you know, I got to preface this for all the listeners. I've never met the girl. I don't know her. There's just something about her that rubs me the wrong way. And I think it's the fact I was trying to think about this last night. I think it's the fact that she uh, just like even with herself seems very exhausting. I mean, just the reactions, the way that she prefaces things um, just seems like it'd be a lot to handle in a relationship. Not someone who I'd could necessarily have in a partner. Obviously, we know what happens at the end of the date. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like they were kind of leading up the entire date to showcase the drama that was about to go down. Yeah. So let's get into the drama that's about to go down. So she walks up. She starts to recognize the tune before she actually sees the artist slash her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And... I was so shocked that she was singing all the lyrics to the I was song. too. I said, girl, you got to play it better than that. No. <laughs> if I would have been her and have seen my ex up on stage and known that, like, oh, my God, I have this intimate one-on-one concert with my ex staring at me, singing the song that he has probably sang for me in the past, I well, I also have no poker face. I would have said something right then and there. I would have been like, this is weird. This is my ex. I don't want to do this. Like, let's go have our moment away from all the craziness. Um, I would not have started singing the lyrics. That's just for me. It's like, this is your ex. He probably has sang this to you on the couch before. He might have wrote this song about you. We don't know. It just it just didn't match up. She's saying how much she hates it and it sucks, but then it's like, but you're singing the entire song. Dance right. and do it. It's, I mean, I get being in the moment. You don't want to ruin that moment for Peter because he doesn't know, but I definitely wouldn't have been singing along because poor Poor Peter. Yeah, he's Poor Peter thinking, goes, whoa, you know all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I do. He used to <laughs> sing them to me all the time. You right? know, it's, it's so sad. It's, I, it's just strange. Well, And what I was thinking is usually when they have these singers on the show, for the most part, they're up and coming. And a lot of it's like new songs that you haven't heard before, at least like for the couple performers that we had on my season besides Betty who who still sang new songs like most of them were unreleased tracks or just like just coming out and so I was wondering like is it I don't I don't listen to country music so anyone out there please let me know I don't know if this is a song that's been out there for a while that she could have known the lyrics to or if this legit was one of his ones that he may have wrote while they were together and she just knew it because he was practicing that's well, what I want to know I want to said Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I want her to be sitting here so I can ask her all the things about this. Well, she did say that that was her ex right before she came on the show and he didn't want her to go on the show. So she definitely knew the song probably before anyone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, Peter wasn't singing along. So I don't know. I didn't see anybody in the audience singing along. Mm -mm. And, you know, from behind the scenes, they've been there hours before singing that song you know, probably 10 times before the the couple actually gets there. Right. But what I found most strange was that she, Peter and Chase are talking without her. Um, I know with Betty, it was different for you because you're, you're a major fan. And so Mm -hmm. like y'all got to have that moment. But when Russell Dickerson performed for me, I never really talked to him. Oh no, no, I know for a fact, I didn't talk to him on camera. Mm -hmm. So there was no camera there. So we're watching this all play out on camera. And then Victoria goes and pulls him to the side. What purpose did you have for doing that other than saying, did you know? It doesn't even matter. If you're over Chase 
and the relationship has ended. You mm-hmm. have no more feelings. You don't care what he thinks. You got to immediately give your time and attention to Peter. Yeah. Why would you do that? Nothing came about that conversation other than her saying, did you know? Well, and that's why if I was Peter, if I would have been in his shoes, I would have thought that was very strange to have my date go and pull this country singer aside because that that just doesn't happen. Usually you're oh like God, if you're yeah. if you're on a date with someone, you're coupled up, you're with them. Like for the ones like I had a couple country singers on mine. I was with both of my guys talking to the singer briefly, you know, for a handful of minutes, um, not very long, but we were always together. So I would have thought that very odd that that my date would have pulled the performer aside. Yeah, um, you don't owe him anything. And I kept thinking, what if Peter walked around the corner mm-hmm. and saw you talking to him? And then I also kept thinking, but her bio was correct. In her bio, she said something along the lines of she'll travel anywhere for an artist or for country music or something like that. And so I thought, ah, okay, just chases her ex. This is fitting. Starting to make sense. Guess that traveling paid off, did it not? Right. It just, I, I, you know, and for me personally, this is, this is, me, I am all about honesty, even to the point where even if it's awkward and makes someone uncomfortable, like just be honest. And so if I were in her shoes, I would have still talked to Chase because at that point, hopefully it's over with. She doesn't have feelings. It doesn't have to be as awkward as it is. Just have a conversation with all three of you and be like, oh, yeah, like this is kind of weird. Like we used to date, whatever. But good job up there. Like just keep it short and sweet if it doesn't need to be a thing which obviously that's why I'm kind of questioning, well, how long ago did you guys actually break up and are the feelings totally gone or are you just on the show to kind of like boost yourself? I had all these questions running through my head last night. Yeah. And so here's a question I had. And so I'm curious as your take on this. How did you feel about her reaction at the nighttime portion when she admits to Peter, which I'm glad she did, Mm -hmm. but she admits to Peter that she dated Chase before the show. What was your take of her reaction? I thought it was strange. I thought it was odd because, again, like I was just saying, if things had ended and you were over it, you know, we and we've seen uh, seasons past people not disclosing that they had a relationship up, up until that point. And so it was weird because if you guys had broken up and you were over it and ready to go on the show, then why does it, why are you crying? Why are you so scared to tell him if it's done, it's done and just confront it and tell him and let it be over with. But she was going on and on about how scared she was and she was afraid he was going to be mad and upset and end the relationship. But like, if the really everyone has past relationships, it's you know everyone has had that ex, and so if it's truly over and she's moved on, it doesn't need to be this big of a deal. It just it, the the words you know for her to be on the show and trying to date this other guy, it wasn't adding up for me. Exactly, Becca. I had the same thoughts. I thought she made a bigger deal of it with her tears and walking away. If you're over it, then you're very matter of fact. Look, this is in the past. It happened. It was awkward. Let's, as Peter did, let's just laugh about how Mm -hmm. weird, as he kept saying, this situation is. And I was like, is she really crying in a corner with her nose in a corner like she was in timeout? To me, it was very indicative of how Victoria F. handles conflict and Mm -hmm. difficult situations. She handles them like a toddler. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm kind of saying where she just seems exhausting in a sense of her reactions to different situations now that we've seen 
are just, it's over the top. It's dramatic. It's just more than it needs to be, I think. Um, and if you're saying you're over this guy and the relationship was in the past and yes, you dated and it's weird to be seeing him. I understand that. But then to walk away from your date and cry and make a bigger scene out of it in Peter's eyes, that would only make me question it more. And, exactly. And look, like I've talked about this on, on our podcast previously too. Like I understand having exes show up and having it be strange. They flew my ex to Peru nine hours and then took him on a six hour bus ride to show up at my hotel. That wasn't fun that I did not appreciate that. I did not want that confrontation, you know, but in that sense, like I, I didn't, it was, it was a big deal because at that point I had already had my overnight with Ari. I'd already told him that I loved him and I was afraid that I didn't want him to question where I was in, in my feelings for this ex. And I was completely over it. I had been done. The relationship had been over for a while. Um, and of course, yes, I was still on edge. Like, okay, I, I of course have to go talk to Ari about this now because it's just strange. And there's this elephant in the room, but I didn't like, I feel like the way I handled it was pretty matter of fact. Like there wasn't a ton yes. of tears. It wasn't over the top where I was like, yeah, this happened. It sucked. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't want him to be here. I didn't want him to have to have this stupid conversation on TV for whatever reason he wanted to, but it's done. Like I didn't want him to question it, but and that was it. And so um, if she's saying these words and it has to be adding up and to me, it's just not. Becca, the difference between you and her is maturity, point <laughs> blank, period, because you're right. You handled that situation exactly how someone handles it when they're over a situation. OK, moving on, continuing the episode of Poor Peter, we had the group date, which was a football game, which as a football fan, I thought it was kind of cool. Not a Cleveland Browns fan, but the fact that the girls got to play at First Energy Stadium, which mm -hmm. is the home of the Cleveland Browns, is pretty cool. But they have this group date. They're playing football, which is exciting and scary at the same time. I don't mm -hmm. know how much I would want to have that date, but maybe I would have played it like Victoria P, who purposely set out the game because or I'm sorry, that's my opinion. Let me take the word purposely out. She sat out of the game because she has back problems and I don't, did I miss something, Becca? Is this a chronic back issue or did this develop on the show? Well, that's what I was wondering. I think the only thing I could think of when her back injury happened is remember the first group day where they were in the uh, like airplane simulator that the thing that was spinning them up and down that she got sick on. Did that hurt her back? Is that what it was from? I have no idea. This So this was new to me. Um, I don't know. Victoria P., if you're out there listening, please DM us and let us know because I want to well, know. Well, she'll say that's where it happened or she'll say it's chronic. I think that it was a strategy and it was a strategy that worked. You don't have the bruises. You don't have to go out there and sacrifice your body. She Maybe got more time with your, Peter. Yeah. She got yeah. a massage from Peter. I mean, hey. She didn't, she, her hair wasn't messed up. Her makeup wasn't smeared. I mean, she didn't look like the other girls did after the game. Mm -mm. Either way it goes, she won. Right. It didn't matter what team that she was on. So I definitely think that she did it on purpose. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cool that they had the local football legends hosting it with them. Because at first I was like, who is that? Who is that? It was Josh Cribbs and Hanford Dixon for anyone out there wondering. They weren't just two random people. Those were football legends. Um, so what did you think about the game, though? <laughs> <laughs> I really I love want, that you laughed. <laughs> I want I want a gif made of McKenna trying to catch the ball because 
I am McKenna. Let me just say, I'm not making fun of her in any way, shape, or form because if I was on this date, I would be McKenna. I am not athletic whatsoever. My hand-eye coordination just is not there. Garrett makes fun of me so often. Um, And so I found Wait, Becca, there is a meme. The Mean Girls meme. When she's standing there trying to catch the ball and it hits her chest, there's totally a meme of this. Oh, like the, the, the like the Karen in a Mean man, Girls? Yeah, Karen, yeah. She's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And the ball bounces off that her chest. That is it, that is it to a T. Um, no, so that th- just like, God bless McKenna. Because she, but I do say she did try because she, she didn't catch it. And she's like, I want to do it again. Shoot it to me again. And so I'm like, you know, this girl's putting it all out there. She knows uh, football is not her strength, but she's just making the most of it. Also, I would like to say a touchdown is six points. So I don't know why we kept giving them seven points, but that's okay. Um, but them, the tie that happened at the end, I don't want to get too detailed into this, but if you saw Nick's season, we did a volleyball game and they ended up where they made it fair to where both teams ended up coming. And I was livid because my team actually won. At least this was a tie. Mm -hmm. So it made sense, but you really do. Like, and these girls really put their all into it. You know, they, their bodies, they were sacrificing everything. And the fact that you, it settled on a tie is kind of hurtful because you're fighting for something here. It's a competition. Mm-hmm. Like you're not trying, it's not trying to be even kill. So I did feel sorry for the girls because I know that they were really fighting for that extra time. And if I had known that it was going to end in the tie, then I wouldn't have tried. Yeah. <laughs> Hands up. Well, and that's you. So you had it on Nick's season where the volleyball game, both both teams ended up going to the cocktail party. That's like on Ari's season, we had a bowling date and my team won and he ended up bringing the other group on to the the after party too. And I was like, okay, whatever. I kind of expected it. But that was, that was actually the part in Ari's season where Crystal had her moment uh, where she kind of freaked out and, and, was like, well, why did we play so hard? He lied. He went back on his word yeah. type thing. It's like the show just has to either say, okay, if you guys win, you win, and only half of you come. This whole, like, oh, last minute, just kidding, everyone's going to come, then just do that in the first place. Yep. Nope. I felt Crystal's on, on that season. I was like, I understand Crystal's anger at this point. <laughs> that was me. Thank God it just wasn't shown on camera. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the real drama, you would think, would have happened on the football field, right? With girls tackling each other, which I was shocked to let them tackle. Tackling each other, running over each other, bumps, bruises. But the real bruises came at the nighttime portion. Mm-hmm. When Alea herself waltzes back into the group date and doesn't even acknowledge or sit with the girls. Nope, walks, walks straight back. back into the room and interrupts poor Sheanne, who has been crying about the attention she hasn't been getting. And remember, she wanted to grab Peter first. Mm-hmm. And then, was it Victoria? I can't remember. Victoria Someone else grabbed. Yeah. yeah, she grabs him first. And then she gets interrupted by a girl who's been kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sheanne just can't catch a break. No, she can't. Well, and that's the thing. You, all of the girls are sitting down at first and the drama is why are we all here like Sheanne had four touchdowns she should be the first one like you think that's where the drama is going to lie and that is not the case it is then with Alea and um I would have been if I was the girls on the couch I would have been like you've got to be kidding me my first initial question though was did Peter want to bring her back was this his request or was this the producers being like hey walk up on in there that's what I I would have first wanted to know 
Well, I thought so until I saw Peter's face and he was like, whoa, he whoa, was whoa, so whoa. I didn't ask for this. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, if he didn't ask for that, then that really sucks. It's like... Poor Peter. Poor Peter. Poor and Peter. That's, and, and, but his face says it all. And I just, in that moment, I was drinking wine laughing so... And maybe that's the worst reaction. But I was like, oh my God, his face just was priceless. Poor Peter. I know. He was like, again? This? <laughs> like, I can't catch a break. So who do you believe in this? Do you well, believe Alea or do you believe Victoria P? Well, and so last week I was saying I, I was kind of leaning towards believing Victoria P because, I mean, she told Peter, yes, we knew each other not very well. And then you see the flip side where Alea is like, we're friends. Like, I told her not to say it because I didn't want to be disqualified. So I, at that point, I was leaning towards Victoria P. But the interaction between her and Alea don't add up. Um, Alea is saying one thing, Victoria P of course is saying another, but then when Peter goes and, and brings Victoria P back in the room with Alea and they have this, like, she goes up straight for the hug, like right away. And if this is someone that you're not very close with that, that was off to me. It's like this awkwardly long hug. And then they sit down and Victoria P is then fixing her makeup and rubbing her arm and wiping her tears. And I'm like, again, like what you're saying doesn't make sense to what you're showing in this moment. And so then I start to maybe believe Alea, like maybe they didn't know each other much more than she's letting on. Um, it just, it was off. It was very, a very strange scenario to be watching. And Peter just kind of sat back. And I think Peter's like, what? I'm just going to let these girls kind of have at it because he needs to figure it out. Um, but, I think for both of the girls, something's not adding up on either end. And at that point, I'm just kind of now I'm over it. And I would just be like, look, like, I know that Peter's really into Victoria P. But there there comes a moment in time where you still have other girls that are genuinely there for you and honest. It's just like cut, cut the fat, if you will, at some point. OK, yeah. Becca, I completely agree with you when it comes to the Victoria Leia situation, because I also believed Victoria P., over Alea because I just didn't see the motive or the need for her to actually lie about it. Mm -hmm. But then I heard Alea and I like immediately started typing down notes because I was like, okay, I know this is the lawyer in me, but immediately I was like, all right, let's, let's compare things factually. And what Victoria P said doesn't line up. It made absolutely no sense. And particularly was the fact that when Peter confronted her, she couldn't defend herself. She kept saying, I have so much to say. And she didn't say shit. Mm -hmm. All she did was cry. And she just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now, remember, Victoria said she only knew Alea for three hours and that she alluded that Alea was there for the wrong reasons. Like yeah. she wanted the fame. So to find out that Victoria, you don't just travel with anybody. And the fact that they've gone to Vegas together says mm -hmm. a lot. And that's not even doing a deep dive. I'm sure they've communicated with each other on social media, liked comments, uh, well, I they mean, written comments, they were even texting pictures. each other. Exactly. Yeah. So that to me is enough. If I'm Peter... I've had enough. And so this is when I'm just like, Peter, you've got to make the tough decisions. Mm -hmm. Victoria P. flat out lied to you. Unless we just aren't seeing something. And as I say, we do this podcast based on what we see. I'm not going to assume anything. 
Victoria P. lied to you. And she lied to you and she knew exactly what she was doing when she said it about Alea. And the fact that they were friends and she betrayed her should have been enough for Peter to say, you know what, Victoria, you have to go. So I don't understand why he continues to believe her and says he trusts her when she flat out lied to you. Right. And then the fact that she came in there, like you said, and was wiping her tears and giving her a hug, I would have swatted the shit out of her hand if I was Alea. (laughs) I would have been like, you don't get to throw me under the bus, drive the bus over me, and then try to take me to the hospital in that same damn bus. That's not how this works. Yeah. And I think Peter was hoping to have that conversation with the three of them, as awkward as it is, to get some clarity. And I think actions speak louder than words. And in that moment, if I was Peter watching this interaction between the two and hearing what they had both said in the past, I'd be like, something isn't lining up here. And both of these girls are now causing me like more, not necessarily pain, but more um, like heartache than it's worth. Yeah. It's like, did you, I'm sorry, and, and I'm going to reference Hannah's season, but when people show you who they are, believe them. So just like in Hannah's situation, when Jed told her that he was there for the music, believe, believe what he said. <laughs> this right. is exactly what is happening with Victoria and Alea. You know flat out that she's a liar at this point. You need to believe in that because you don't really know her all that well. Like people can put on a facade the first time you meet them or on a date. But now you know things about her that have happened and transpired in front of you. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it. And I know we need to get to Kelsey's date. And then we'll talk about Peter's decision because I just, you know, I can only feel sorry for you so many times before I'm like, you know what? You're making the wrong decisions. Right. You know, you've probably heard of Kapari's organic, vegan, coconut oil products. And it's that same attention to ingredients that makes their CBD line the one to trust. Now, listen, if you've got any aches, any kinks in your muscles, anything that needs relief, their CBD body calm cream and their recovery balm go on so smooth and they feel absolutely amazing. I know for me, I use the recovery balm when I come from a hard workout or even when I finish hot yoga. And funny enough, I use use the body calm cream when I finish watching an episode of this season of The Bachelor. It's true. I, I, I mean, I'm in a tizzy after the each episode. It's crazy. I use that CBD body calm cream to just relax and be at peace before I go to bed at night. Also, another thing that I'm really, really into when it comes to Kapari's products is their CBD deodorant. It can help soothe inflammation. If you have issues with that, it works great. So remember, it's CBD. It's not THC. Don't confuse the two. Kapari coconut CBD products won't get you high. They just soothe you and they calm you with some of nature's biggest power players. So if you've been waiting to see what all the CBD hype is about, let this be the nudge you need. You can get 15% off all CBD products right now when you go to kaparibeauty.com slash bachelor. That's kaparibeauty.com slash bachelor for 15% off your order today. kaparibeauty.com slash bachelor. So Kelsey gets a one-on-one date, which I was shocked. I don't know about you, but I, I, was, I was like, too, Kelsey? No, I was not expecting that, to be honest. Kelsey, I mean, unless they were going to some type of wine tasting or, you know, like learning <laughs> how to properly op- open a bottle how of champagne. How to savor champagne. <laughs> yeah, I did not understand. I thought, whoa, okay. And then I thought, okay, she must be going home. Maybe that's, she's getting this date because well, she's going home. And that's what I thought because, you know, and Rachel, I'm sure you can attest to this, but throughout the season, you, of course, have your guys that you are really into, that you like, that you want to spend those one-on-one times with. But then you have some that you're not necessarily sure if it's there and you want to use that time to see. And I honestly thought that he chose Kelsey to be like, okay, I might have reached 
the end of the road with her. I just am going to use this time to see. And then at the end, it's going to be a way to maybe not give her a roast tonight. That's what I went into this date yeah. assuming. Yeah. I, I will say I she did. Maybe, you know, he was giving her the benefit of the doubt. He is a very positive person. He said maybe that just wasn't the right environment for her. Let me get to know her one on one. Obviously, in this date, she was a complete 180 from Champagne Gate. Mm-hmm. She was engaging. I was actually impressed with her response about Alea coming back. I thought that that was so well said. And, you know, then Peter described her as down to earth and drama free. And I thought, my God, Peter is the king of short term memory. First, yes. he can't remember that Victoria P lied to him. Now he can't remember all the drama caused by Kelsey with Champagne Gate. So mm-hmm. I. I, I don't know, but I, I did appreciate Kelsey opening up. It was heartbreaking to hear about her story. Um, and I thought Peter handled it well. Yes. You know, it's hard when you come from a two-parent home, your parents are still together, and then you hear somebody tell their story, and you mm-hmm. realize, gosh, things could just be so different. Right. So I, I was really sad to hear that for Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're starting to see new sides to her. I think uh, kind of how I w- was thinking in my mind yesterday is that it's she's kind of like an onion and we're finally peeling back the layers um you know she is one of more of the emotional girls in the house like even when she got the the one-on-one date you saw her tear up and cry and I think that's just who she is um but now it's starting to make sense of why she reacts in certain ways I think a little bit more because of how she opened up yeah yeah no for sure and we see her get the Uh, rose at the end of the date and rightfully so i mean after that date she deserved it but i mean i don't know about you becca i again i've I've already said it already on the podcast today when people show you who they are believe them Mm -hmm. we've seen kel we've seen one side of kelsey now we've seen another and she was saved from that environment when she was on that one-on-one but she's got to go right back into it final thoughts real quick want to know your take and whose side you're on when it comes to the alaya versus victoria another victoria victoria f about the private information that she shared with the other girls in the house both victorias um i think that was crappy of Alea to do. Um, that was Victoria's story to tell. I don't think anyone needs to be telling anyone other anyone else stories, especially Alea coming back, knowing that the girls don't have their phones, knowing that they don't have contact to the outside world, um, and then to come back and share all these like little insider tidbits of her time away um, really sucks. And 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 I can say that because on RA season, Mikkel she left for a week because her grandfather and I believe it was her grandfather unfortunately passed away. Um, but she had her phone and came back and was sharing all this stuff of like what people were saying about the other girls, which really gets in people's heads. And so I think that that was not for her to share. Um, she shouldn't have brought any of it up to anyone else. Um, and, you know, she didn't know if Victoria had already told Peter. So uh, that was kind of a, a crappy situation. I think at this point, like, I don't, I, the Victorias are having issues, LA is having issues, and Peter just needs to get to the bottom of all of this BS. Yes. I will just say that I, we saw the moment where Alea communicated to, I think it was McKenna and Hannah Ann that, about the Victoria F situation with Chase. And you could tell that she was just kind of saying it. She assumed that everyone knew. And I could see that that was a mistake. And mm-hmm. I think that it was McKenna and Hannah Ann that probably told other people in the house. And I so I totally could see how she slipped up and was like, oh, I just assume everybody knew because it's already happened. She had no idea they didn't know. So I could I, I, I can see both sides on that one. So when she said it, when when Alea said that to Hannah Ann and McKenna in private, 
Like she had just gotten back, you know, she already knew she was going to be in like the lion's den with all these women and getting the rose for a date that she's not even on after being sent home. There should not have been any other girls' names in her mouth. She shouldn't have even rattled that off at that point. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm kind of torn on that one. Not that I want to be the one who takes up for Alea, but I, I could see how that mistake could be made. I don't know. Agree to disagree. But we end this episode with Peter's at the rose ceremony, and he's confused about Victoria P. and Alea, both telling different versions. I mean, I don't know what Peter's going to decide, but to me, I think it's very obvious that there's there are lies and some truths on both parts, mm-hmm. and for me, I would have to send both of them home. Time yeah. is just too precious. You don't have time for little lies or whatever it may be. When if you're going to question both of these girls at this point, you're going to go throughout the rest of the relationship probably questioning them. And so it's better to just be done and and spend time with the girls who are actually there who have not lied to you at this point. Yeah. the Poor, poor Peter. I will say that. <laughs> this season is a shit show. Um, I was proud of DeAndre and Natasha for standing up and saying something. They scanned the rest of the room. Nobody had anything else to say. Mm-hmm. I just It's just frustrating as a viewer and as somebody who's been through this experience. Like I can't name the next Bachelorette. I can't name who Peter should just be with. It's it's just like the same shit, different day with these women. Yeah. So we're f- to be continued. We're four weeks in and we're still iffy about most of these relationships and women so okay guys coming up we have hannah and dylan in the studio uh, so stay tuned can't wait to chat with them what's up everybody we are back and we have some very special guests in the studio with us today now i'm not there and i'm actually having serious fomo at the time because i've never met these two before but they come with glowing recommendations i've heard amazing things about the both of them let's give a warm welcome to hannah g and dylan in the bachelor happy hour podcast studio today hi we're so excited to be here Rach, I'm going to play off your sentiments because this is also, well, I've met you guys before at the the wedding in Mexico, but we I have been. We took shots together. We did take shots together. I don't know <laughs> if there was very much alcohol, but we have been getting so many requests to have you. I've been wanting to sit down with both of you and see you together after the uh, lovely engagement. And I also have been dying to see Hannah's ring. So you guys, it is beautiful over here, but we cannot wait to get down and dirty with you and uh, get some life future plans talking. Awesome. Yeah, Dylan, you already outed Becca and said y'all took shots together. So I want you to keep that same energy for the podcast, all right? Like, let's just keep spilling that Do we need some kind of wine, yeah. wine shots, maybe? <laughs> no, listen, I, I can do that all, all day. It's when yeah, Hannah, I can. Like, she tugs on my arm and I have to stop. He's, he's no, on no, the other end of the table. Not today. So. You're in a can. safe space, Dylan, today. So just Thank feel you. comfortable and feel free to say anything that you want. This is your first time on the podcast. Are y'all scared? Are you nervous? Uh, No. I love talking to new people and we're just excited. We woke up really like awake today. We slept great. So super stoked. I thought you were going to end it. I love talking and I was going to say you are a woman after my own heart because I'm the same way. <laughs> I, I do love talking. So. <laughs> okay, Hannah, then I'm going to start there because we didn't see you talk a lot on Bachelor, on Bachelor in Paradise. And so I, I feel like this is great because I want to hear that. And I'm sure our listeners do too. You know, I hear so like how fun you are and everyone's like, she's so great. But we don't get to see that on TV. What What do you think is up with that? You know, I don't know. It's funny. I was saying the other day... I. I came off the show and I thought I was going to be like a like kind of like quirky, which the other day I wrote 
quirky when I was answering this question. I totally murdered the spelling per usual. Um, but, you know, I thought it was going to be like kind of the wild, like goofy one. And I came off and I was like, oh, maybe I'm like painted as the shyish one, which maybe I'm a little timid sometimes. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how today goes. Like, you know. Well, and maybe playing into paradise. I mean, you guys coupled up pretty early on. Of course, there was some drama in the beginning with some other fellas. But after a while, once you guys were in your zone and just doing your thing and enjoying it, I think, away from the cameras, that's probably why we didn't see so much because you guys were happy and falling in love and not part of the drama at that point. So I understand that edit, quote unquote. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to chat with you guys more. I I do want to maybe hear you rap later. Oh, yes. gosh. I don't even know if that exists anymore, but I'll give it a shot. <gasps> Hannah, it has to. <laughs> it's I, in, I think it's still in on. your Instagram bio, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. I've, oh, I've done that creepy. Yeah, I've, I messed myself up with that. So, yeah. I'll freestyle with you, Hannah, if you uh, if you want to freestyle. I would definitely like a buddy, so let's do it. I'll drop a uh, beat for you. Perfect. Okay. Sounds At the very end. I mean, I was just going to say, <laughs> let's just get both of you guys talking and your opinions about this season because... I'm curious as to what you think. And I want to just start off the top with you guys know people on this season that Becca and I really don't. You know, we've met Peter before, but we don't know the girls. But Hannah, you know Hannah Ann. And Dylan, you're close with Peter. So just off the top, what's your take of this season? Yeah, I think these girls are kind of bulldozing over Pete right now, at least from the first few episodes, which I kind of feel bad. But... I think he'll figure it out, get comfortable. It's got to be like super nerve-wracking for him being in that position. I think everybody assumes the lead is like calm, collected, but it's just as new to them as it is to the contestants, essentially, just from the other side. So I think Pete's going to kind of get his bearings a little bit, get his feet under him. But, man, I mean, these girls are ruthless to each other. They are. Mm-hmm. I want to know, when you sit back and watch week by week, are you texting him? Are you sitting on the couch texting him and like, Pete, why did you say this or why did you do that or why did you let her – act this way I would be texting my friend I think constantly and just like ripping my hair out I'll, I'll text Pete but I usually just tweet about it and I think he sees it there yeah um but it's just he's just like yeah it's a wild one we all, like me him and Tyler went to the Rams game and we were he was just like you guys it's a insane season like just telling us about that no spoilers mm-hmm. of course but no it, it's it's fun to watch I think it's it's exciting um it obviously Looks like it's going to be an insane ending, as we saw from the previews. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we sat down with Peter week one, you know, after his his uh, premiere, and he made a comment to Rach and I at that point, and he said, I just could not catch a break. Like, week after week, there was always something to deal with. He felt like he could never just breathe and I think, fully enjoy just the moment with the ladies. And I... I mean, watching it back now, we're, what, in week four? And I agree, and I have a feeling that it's just going to become even more prevalent as it goes on and harder for him. Um, so I think as you as you watch, if you have any, That's what maybe, maybe me, some though. kind words for him throughout the season, because yeah. he's going to yeah. need probably a pick-me-up after watching all the drama unfold. But Did, um, did you have that? When you were like, did you have any moments where it was like, okay, there's no drama at all going on? Either of you guys. Um, you know, for me, I mean, of course there's going to be drama. Yes, it's a TV show. Um, f- on my end, though, I had my guys that I knew I was pretty much set with that I knew would be at the end that I had those feelings for. And 
I think I lucked out because the guys that did bring the drama and that were kind of going at it in the house, for the most part, that was kept away from me. That was between the dudes, and then I could interact with my guys and focus on them. There, of course, were moments where I was like, this this drama is bullshit. It has to stop. It's too much. Um, but it, I compared to Peter, I feel like I really had the, the, the good hand in removing myself a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah, I would say by mid-season, after the two-on-one, my drama stopped. But I think what's different is my drama was between the same two people as opposed to Peter's season. The drama is just everywhere and mm-hmm. it's running rapid in the house. And I think that's what's so hard to watch. I mean, like good to watch, but hard to watch if you were a part of this season. I can only imagine. Speaking of people that are a part of this season, Hannah G, what, do you want people to call you Hannah G or are you sick of it? You know, last year I was all about the Hannah G thing and stuff, but like, you know, I feel like I've been called Hannah my whole life, so I'm good with then Hannah, but Hannah. like, I, I'm not on the show anymore or anything like that, so I feel like Hannah G is kind of like, meh, but also like, I guess that's what people assume, like, you know, they associate me as being Hannah G, mm-hmm. so whatever. We do have a Hannah Ann mm-hmm. on the season, um, which I do know her, and I thought she was going to be Hannah S., um, but, uh, you know, some people called her Hannah Ann, which is her middle name, Ann, um, or her second part of her name or whatever. And so I was surprised that, you know, she's going by Hannah Ann. Well, so it's not another say, Hannah. That, is that what she goes by usually back home? Um, I feel like the first week I ever met her, I was calling her Hannah. And then it kept getting mixed up in the studio because we used to model together. And she was like, people actually kind of call me Hannah Ann a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So... Perfect. Okay. That's yeah. that's the question I was going to ask you. So, and I'm going to call you Hannah. I want to I want to call people oh, what they want to be called. Thank you. Um, I would be I would be sick of Hannah G as well. <laughs> so, Hannah, you're close with Hannah Ann. How close is your friendship? Um. So we used to shoot together. She's super sweet girl. We haven't like gone on vacation together or anything like that. Um. But I definitely like am supporting her and I know she is really excited about or was very excited about it being Peter before she went on the show mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean I thought you know honestly watching the first episode I was like whoa okay Hannah Ann I see you but you know she's she's taking advantage of her time and everything but I thought she would be somebody who would be more timid um especially on the first night but she was like I'm going for it and I was Guns like all right hey go for it yeah. Did you give her advice before the show? I feel like it was simple advice. Like, don't hold back. And, you know, when you're in, like, all the interviews and stuff, don't fe- don't constantly question what you're going to say because, you know, you-, you want it to be a genuine situation. Like, if this is how you feel, let's talk about it. If it's not how you feel, like, you don't have to alter it. I feel like, I mean, there's times where it's appropriate to possibly alter it, but for the most part, like, if you— are signing up for this, sign up for the whole thing. Like, feel it, and it's okay to have feelings and things like that. And so it was very simple, simplified version of um, advice for it. I think people that have friends on the seasons before come in with an advantage. You know, you look at, I I mean, the first example that comes up is Tia and Raven. Like, you usually Mm -hmm. see those people go far, and I think because they do get some type of advice— before. I mean, if my friend was going on the show, I would totally give her a roadmap on how to succeed in the show. 
Um, starting with the fact that she's not Hannah S. and she's Hannah Ann. So she doesn't have an initial after her name. She's branding herself in the proper way. I feel like I went into, well, being one of many girls on RE season, I went in pretty blind. And I had watched the show for some seasons and I kind of knew what to expect you know, through watching it, but there's so much more behind the scenes, like little things, daily things, living with 30 other women. Was it ever advice like, okay, in this situation, kind of remove yourself from the drama or don't, don't talk about the other girls, anything like that? I really tried to give a fair amount of advice. I didn't want to just like give her all these like, you know, secrets and tips and tricks and stuff like that. I wanted her to be able to experience it for herself, figure things out for herself um, which is what I did, but I also was like, okay, like, you know, it's okay to feel things mm-hmm. and like, you know, make sure you bring like, uh, what was it? Like extra sticky boobs or something like that. <laughs> like it was like a few random bullets right? Um, of things that like might help her or like bring yeah. extra eyelashes. Like if you're picky about them, which mm-hmm. I think she doesn't even need to wear eyelashes because her eyeballs are perfect. But um, I don't know. It was like small, like random things. Packing. I feel like uh-huh. like okay. bring one pair of black shoes. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. Did you put her up for the show? So, you know, one of... So I had posted a picture with her, and one of the producers actually reached out to me. And they're like, oh, my gosh, who oh. is this chick? And um, I was like, you know, she, it was, she was in a relationship. It was, like, months and months ago. And I went on, you know, I told her, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's kind of funny. Somebody reached out, blah, blah, blah. And um, she had a breakup and everything, and then she messaged me. She was like, this is kind of random. Like, I just feel like I'm, like, wandering around, like, whatever, like – do you think they'd be interested? And I was like, yeah, like, let me connect you. And honestly, I mean, she would have gotten on the show regardless of me. But part of me is like, ooh, like I made a connection with them. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah. helped get her foot in the door. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Hannah, we know that you know Hannah Ann. Dylan, of course, you know, Peter, uh, did you and and this is a little bit different because obviously you weren't in the, the bachelor role, but you, of course, still were in the mansion living with him. Did you have any advice for him going into being the lead? I think with Pete, he just, like, I think he just needs to focus on what he wants, and that's what I told him, like, when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, this is such, like, a fleeting moment of our lives, and I think Hannah and I talk about it all the time, kind of like being in the public eye. So you want to pick someone or have the ending that you're comfortable with, you know, not for the next month, but for the next, like, whatever, 50 years. So you, now, I know it's still early on, but watching the girls, you can kind of tell, you. <laughs> you can kind of tell who he really is starting to have feelings for, who he's yeah. really gravitating towards. There's a, he, I think Pete does a good job of um, really engaging with all the women and making them all feel special and important, but he, there's definitely some that stand out. So are you surprised with the ones he's kind of, Forming those strong connections with, or are you a little bit shocked? Is there anyone that you think, oh, I thought he would have went for her? I'm not surprised by Hannah Ann. Um, I'm surprised by Victoria. Victoria P F. or F? F. I, okay. I can see him liking Victoria P, too. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by Victoria F. Um, Why? Why are you surprised by Victoria F? I think in the preview, it looks like she's got two sides to her, but she's showing one side to P and then one side to everybody else. Um... So that's, like, surprising but not surprising, I guess, because you don't see everything as the lead. But I think 
I think it's going to come, like, those girls are definitely going to go really far. Um, whoever, who's the lawyer? Kelly. Kelly, mm-hmm. yeah. She, she's, like, probably the most mature one in the house from, like, an emotional standpoint, I would say. And I think she's a lot different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But Pete's also seems to be, like, pretty into her. So he's got some a di- diverse, I guess, group of girls. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say. Dylan, you're being very politically correct because you're a little spicy on Twitter when you're commenting and watching the <laughs> show back. Up, Keyboard so somebody, warrior. somebody give somebody give Dylan a shot or something to loosen him up. I'm gonna, I'll I'm just, just gonna open up this bottle of wine right well, now. I, I, Let's do I get, I get, <laughs> she's doing it. I get reprimanded. Dylan, give it a shot. Yeah, let you it get out, reprimanded. Dylan. Come on, okay, you get on. reprimanded. Right, listen, listen to me. Like that's why questions. I said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's give start with, with. We need to give him some wine to get those loose lips going. Let's start That's with Alea slash Alaya, uh, depending on how you see the side of the argument versus Victoria P. Uh-oh. Who do you believe in this situation? Um, Victoria <laughs> P is the one that she was like, she told me not to t- say that I knew her, right? That's yeah. The one mm-hmm. that he went line dancing with. Yeah. We're, we're Victoria P fans over here. Um, Why? I, I think she just like seems to be like a, a genuine person. And she's just, like, kind of focused on Peter. And I think, like, telling someone, telling the producers, like, I knew someone on my season. And I didn't tell the producers that because I was scared, like, I could get in trouble. You're not supposed to talk about going on the show. like all that. So I could see kind of that side of it. Yeah, take a, take a bigger sip right now. We want but, we want the goods to come chug, out. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> but, but Hannah, a, I'll... Aaliyah, t- oh, go oh. ahead. Sorry. No, I was saying, I, don't, I mean, I mean, I'll just flat out. I don't really like her that much. Um... I think she kind of involves herself in the drama a lot, and I kind of tried to stay away from people like that. And so, I don't know. I mean, I think it's unnecessary. It it just kind of means, like, you're not there for the whole point of the show. I felt like it was a little funky. Trust me. I love me some Victoria P. Like, for some reason, I'm like, she just seems very sweet, and I get it. But when somebody's, uh, you know— being kicked while they're down a little bit, Alea, which I kind of don't agree with some of her actions either, but, like, it, it to bring up something that was maybe in between you guys as friends, like, you know, she told me not to tell you, blah, 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 and I was like, ah, like, I get it, but that's not a really crazy secret. I feel like— Oh, she took advantage of the situation. Uh, yeah. She saw an opportunity. Like, like, I mean, it's a competition she, at the if, end of the day. Uh, I just like, felt like it was a say. little funky. Like, I wouldn't—I would not have brought— that up I don't think because everything is so hush hush mm-hmm. before you, the show you're terrified to even tell your cousin let alone somebody else who's going on the show so so you're uh, saying in Alea's in a, for Alea's side like you you would be like her and just say you know let's not talk about it let's not make this a thing let's go in and not like stating that we're friends that we know each other is that like, I, I felt like yeah maybe she should have you know, not hidden this little secret or whatever. But at the end, end of the day, it's like, I, I, it, it seems like it was just something to pick at her about. Yeah. Like, it was like, you and your girl, like, hey, like, maybe we don't mention it, whatever. Like, we can get in trouble. But it seemed like a random kind of, like, I, I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't have made it a thing. Yeah. So you're a fan of keeping secrets. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about Victoria P that... I don't trust. I have said that. Becca, have I not said that you from have. the beginning? Yes. I'm like, there is something that's 
Well, you think that she's going to crack. That's. I think you're waiting for that moment where yeah. she kind of... Okay. Let me toss this question up to both of you, and either one of you can answer. Are you sick of the pageant girl drama slash narrative? Yes. Yes, and I right? did pageants, and I was ready to get, get out of them for that very reason in general. So, I mean, it's just... Let's get it, a new one in there. Yeah, let's let's get a new like hobby sport, you know, career. But also, it makes great TV. Yes, well, I mean, you career. Can't, yes, but very you know, very a new few people thing. Go on yes. the job, go on the show, and come back to do what they were doing prior. Yeah, I think what I'm starting to realize the moral of this is less pageant girls, and just be honest. I think if Alea were to go. Everything, you know, kind of bitter in the butt. I think if she went on and was like, yep, we know each other. We did pageants. We went to Vegas together and that was it. And not try to hide anything. It would have been a different outcome. Or I think she would have stayed around maybe a little bit longer. But just be honest, people. If you know someone, you know someone. Don't lie about it. But it, if it's not that big of a deal, it doesn't need to be a big deal. Totally. Yep. Yeah, from what we've seen so far, I have a hard time seeing who the next Bachelorette is going to be. And I have a mm-hmm. hard time seeing that Peter can actually, you know, kind of sift through all the drama and actually find the diamond in the rough. So my question to either one of you is, do you think that Peter finds love at the end of all of this? Like today or at the end of the season? At the end of the season. No. I <laughs> Okay, Dylan with the hot take. I mean, well, I... It, it's a sh- can we cuss? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a shit, it's a shit show. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a shit show. I think it's worse than my season and um, kind of, you know, obviously saw what happened there. But I think, there, I mean, there's no way, especially watching it back. That's that's something a lot of people who watch the show now, they think like, oh, this is like live TV or it's like a day or two delayed. This is months or whatever prior. Watching it back, if Peter's with someone, has got to be terrible. Like, I know on Paradise, yeah. I didn't even watch the first few episodes. Because you didn't want to see Hannah with anyone else. Yeah. If that part was too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. When we sat down with Peter at the beginning of this, he said, he's like, yeah, I, it was hard for me because I fell for a lot of girls. It wasn't just the one or two. It was yeah. many. And so, yeah, to be the final person and to kind of watch that back with him, it definitely is not going to be easy. And who knows? You know, I, at this point, I don't know if he is with anyone, if he's just riding solo, enjoying watching the season. Um, but it it would be hard, I think, because at, at this point, it looks like Peter doesn't necessarily know what he truly wants. Yeah. And that's what I would question. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah. Rachel, you and Becca can probably speak to this more, but as the lead, you probably like relive a lot of the emotions that you have. So like watching it back, so that's got to be hard on your current relationship too. So I, I think Paradise is more successful for a reason. I think Bachelorette and Bachelor, tough to, tough to win it out, really. So, so you didn't watch Paradise together? Fuck no. We watched the end together. We watched yeah. our proposal. Yeah. Um, did you did you talk about it though? Like, hey, okay, I know you're not going to watch it, but this is what goes down. This is what uh, my conversation was. Yeah, we, we talked o- about everything. We basically we over, yeah, we over communicated about like all of that stuff, and we knew it was in the past and everything, but it's still just kind of like, like you know, like it, when you know millions of people are watching or saying things mm-hmm. or commenting things, and it's. It, it does, you can say, just shut it off, it doesn't matter, but when you know it's still out there and people are, like, judging things or mm-hmm. saying things about your relationship, it does get to you. And it's, like, uh, it's a bummer, but we we definitely over-communicated, and I tried to help 
him through some hard parts. He definitely helped me through some hard parts. And yeah, go team. We we made it to the end. You guys, well, yeah, look at you now. <laughs> I mean, it definitely tests a relationship in a very different way than any normal relationship. And it's when people are watching the show, to them, it's real time. To them, it's like it just happened. And they, they can't always remember that, okay, we did film months prior. So you did go through the emotions. You did process all of that. But then when they pull you back in, especially with social media, I think it makes things 10 times harder. They pull you back in and there's no getting away from it. You have to do interviews about it. You have to talk to people about it. It's just, it is so prevalent. So it makes um, like the very beginning parts of the relationship difficult. Yeah. And I had never been painted. I guess I wasn't painted as a bad guy the first few weeks, but in a sense I was like, I was like, and I had never experienced anything like that. So that was difficult Mm -hmm. like just being like wow people are like saying I might suck or like you know my character and all this stuff I'd blocked all of these nasty words on my Instagram comments it was just not fun so these girls going through it I've I fail for them. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because when people who aren't affiliated with the show ask me what it's like, you know, they're watching it and it's dramatic. And there's when you watch it back, there's music and there's all these like awkward pauses and the interviews and there's so much pulled together to make the show what it is. When I was living with the girls or in any of the drama to me, like at that point. Some of it, yes, was a big deal, but a lot of it didn't feel as big as it is portrayed. And so looking back, people are like, oh, my God, what just happened last night? That was crazy. And I'm like, it really wasn't that crazy. Like you add in the music and the ITMs and all this extra noise that makes it seem so much larger than it actually is. And did you guys experience that that aspect? Yes. I I mean— it, I just never, I'm not, like, a huge person who reacts to, like, drama happening. I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, they're having a conversation again. Shocker. They've been talking about it the past three days. Right. Like, whatever. I'm just going to go grab a cocktail. So, yeah, Dill and I, we would just, like, not really react when people were like, oh, my gosh. We were just like, oh, wait, that like, over there? Is that happening? Yeah. That's why we weren't on TV. And that's, and that is why, you know, we probably didn't get on a lot. Well, yeah, you don't feed the beast. You don't add fuel to the flames and get wrapped up in it. I will say this, and even on The Bachelorette, but in Paradise, I definitely stirred the pot a little bit. Wait, in Paradise you stirred the pot? (laughs) Yeah. Give me an example. Like, like towards the end, like when (laughs) guys were, like, super nervous, they were exhausted. (laughs) You could probably say Which one? No, no, no. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, no, I would just, it would be, like, right before the rose ceremony, and I would just, it was Matt, Matt Donald, and and Luke Stone, I'd just be sitting there like, dude, you guys are so fucked. Like, who are you going to pick? And then we'd like go back and forth on who they I'm like, yeah, you could do that, but everyone expects this. They're like, okay, so I'll do that. And I'm like, dude, so you're just going to go with what everyone wants you to do? Like, that's so fucked up. Like, <laughs> and that went on for, that went on for probably like two or three hours. And you then, get bored. Yeah, because you get bored. I want to yeah. see some drama. Dylan but. would make a good producer in totally. <laughs> some I scenarios. always say that. I no, I think that's so great, Dylan, because you guys, it's the way your relationship works is similar to Astrid and Kevin. Like, Astrid's my best friend from the show, and the way that you guys move, it's or move during Paradise is kind of like them. Like, Astrid always say, we were boring TV because we had found each other, we knew what we had, and you just kind of sit back, eat your popcorn, and watch the rest of the drama unfold. What you went through with Paradise is you found each other, you have your person, you don't have to be victim of another bachelor or bachelorette season which is great because you see what's happening on this current season Mm -hmm. so now you guys are planning a wedding where are we in the wedding process 
So we are in engagement party mode, and we're really taking things slow um, when it comes to the wedding. We don't live together right now, and we definitely want to be able to experience that before we, um, just for us, um, before we get married or anything, or at least just living in the same city and not um, living long distance right now. It's not too long, but. Because definitely not in the same city right now. So. so for anyone who doesn't know, Hannah is currently living up in L.A. Uh-huh. And then Dylan is closer to me in San Diego, correct? Yeah. Yes, okay. Mission Hills. So, you know, a couple hour drive. Three How hours. often do you guys see each other? Um, like every three, week. Every week, like three or four days. Okay. Out of so, the week, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's not yeah. I mean, we probably see each other more often than not. Definitely. Which Honestly, is so you see each other more than Brian and I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I have to travel so much. Yeah. Well, so that's good. you know what? I'm getting a little salty over here that we haven't grabbed drinks together yet. I mean, I've, Let's do Becca, it. I've Me messaged too. you a million times and I get no response. Okay, Dylan, you've messaged me once, and, and one leave, time and asking leave, if we could get drinks and, and I, I was leave gone. funny comments on your Instagram. You never respond. So. I never respond to anyone. I'm so either. bad with social media. I'm terrible. So I'm sorry. But, well, I'll just get your numbers after Rachel, this. Rachel, as you can tell, perfect. I love social media. So <laughs> <laughs> I did my research for you guys coming on the show. Did you read and I was my like, Twitter? Yeah, that's it's why me I was in like trouble. <laughs> the past well, that's why two. I was like, "What's happening here?" You know, you you on Twitter, you got a lot to say, so I want to make sure that well, that is reflected about, in the we podcast. We got to talk about some topics. <laughs> when I when you took a shower after each. So <laughs> can we just talk about it? Not yeah, about, maybe not. But you tweeted about. Okay, whatever. So do you want me to start reading tweets? I do you want me? To- I, I live in a in a censored <laughs> a censored household. <laughs> well, you need to. I I don't. So I mean, I'll comment on things that maybe I shouldn't publicly comment on sometimes, which I think is fair. But also, maybe the fact that I shouldn't comment on that means that I should comment on it. Wait, so do you do you go to Hannah and then ask her like, "Hey, can I say this or can I write this or can so, I do this?" Great point. So what she's referring to is that I didn't do that. I just tweeted it, put my phone about down, what? Yeah, what was it? He tweeted went, something, put his phone the, down, went in the shower, and he went and took a long, nice, long, steamy shower used conditioner probably three times and then he came out and he um was like so i tweeted right before i went into the shower i was like uh-oh and i checked it and uh yeah he- what tweet was it we need to know it now was, it, was it was just, just a, a- I, I think it's just sometimes i'll comment on things that maybe people don't like my comments on i think that's a very rational freedom of speech you know so who what loves was me? the tweet reddit reddit loves me oh god he love he thinks it's hilarious to joke about that. Well, I'll give you an example. When Tasha and uh, JPJ <laughs> broke up, I knew you were going to bring that up. Well, I brought it up on the podcast when they oh, broke up. Mm-hmm. You wrote shocker I said, and nothing color me else. See, color me that's, shocked. That's color one me of those shocked. Situations. Um, and I what, asked Tasha about it. What did you think about it? Well, I what did she say? Well, I didn't like it because I am like big on. I'm like, oh, if you. Say something more, you know, like I am not big on starting a war on Twitter. I am I am very confrontational. So I'm like, if you have if you want to say something, come say it to me rather than just be subtle about it on Twitter. You know, like everybody knows, but you're not saying type thing. Yeah, uh, Tasha said it hurt her. Tasha said it uh Hurt her. I think, yeah, she said that she was surprised because she's like, I thought we were all cool. She didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. No, I, I think... Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, very fair. We've had this discussion a lot, and sometimes we just gotta like think before we speak, and especially when it's 
I'm a very opinionated person. And if I have an opinion on something, I'm going to let everybody know. So when you remove the said tweets, is it more so you're doing it or because Hannah wants you to? I have my tweets filtered through probably five or six people. Oh, really? So is I that bad? You got I a whole personally it's never... For some reason, but in person, he's not like lashing out or saying anything crazy. It's just like, I'll go on Twitter. I'm like, well, I mean, whatever. It, it doesn't come across. One, my sense of humor doesn't come across to a lot of people, especially through, like, words, like, text. Yeah. Well, it's hard um, through text. But, no, I mean, I'm definitely opinionated. And some people like that and some people don't like that. Well, so. I'm opinionated, too. Like, extremely. And I, and I get it. Sometimes it's misunderstood. But I don't really tweet like that anymore. Um, so I guess my my question would be to you. Would if you, for example, with the Tasha and JPJ, if you walked past Tasha at, at a party and you just found out, would you be like, "Color me shocked"? You and JPJ broke up. Uh, I mean, I'd probably ask what happened, but I don't think I would be very like in her face about it. Well, no, I mean, I don't think what I said was in her face about it either. I think it'd be more in her face if I was very specific about what I was talking about. But again, I think there's I a guess, lot of things. See, I think I think difference. there's a lot of things that we know that maybe shouldn't be made like totally public agreed information. agreed and i'm like sure an you're privy to more information when it comes to their relationship and i understand that but see like that's what i guess is the difference i'm opinionated but if i'm gonna say it on twitter or in a to the media or something to you or to a friend i'm gonna say the same thing to you like i'm not gonna be like yeah, oh I, how I are you doing seen her since. neither john paul and i but i think they all know kind of my opinions on not just like that situation, but like other situations that also arose from. I think I feel like we do talk about this a lot, though. And, you know, he likes to stir the pot sometimes on Twitter. But ultimately, I think it's in the works. And I feel like you're, you know, you're baby steps. Well, it <laughs> sounds like you it sounds like, you know, now because you have a group of five people that you have to filter everything through, like <laughs> if it's going to offend some people or come off across wrong it's good that you have the group to be like hey should i actually say this you're, yeah. you're cognizant of knowing that it could offend i'm definitely cognizant of it but i mean like i get terrible things sent to me every single day so but i mean it's kind of it and, you, and but, not, you, but you get it no oh no i get how it can be yeah like hurtful to someone or i get how it can mm -hmm. be perceived as like disrespectful but i also think that there are like aspects of it to not Everybody, this isn't specific to that situation, but there are aspects to a lot of things that yeah. people just don't know. And I think a big part that we, like, talk about is that— I don't you know, comment on things. Sorry to cut you off, but I really wanted to put this in. I don't comment on things that I don't have a reason to comment on. Okay, but also I feel like before the show, it didn't matter what you put out there. You're like, oh, I'll have an opinion. Who cares? I think now with, you know, a few more eyeballs on you, it, it does make it a thing. When sometimes before the show, when you're like under a microscope, thing. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Or you yeah. get in a Twitter war. Like I don't believe in Twitter wars. I don't think I've gotten in a Twitter war. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> which, believe in which that. Which may come, which may come to as a shock to a lot of people. Well, so, there's time. There's definitely <laughs> there's time. time. There's definitely time. <laughs> I, I'm not good at Twitter, so I'm not either. I'm not, I'm not either. Honestly, Hannah, I'm not either. It's not my I thing. I can't stand it. <laughs> Um, okay, so I want to get back on track talking about 
the juicy wedding and engagement just because obviously people love love. They watch the show for a reason. Um, I know, trust me, I know firsthand how annoying it is to ask, when's the day? What What are the wedding plans? Where is it going to be? I, I mean, Garrett and I have been engaged I mean, a year and a half now and uh, zero. We have nothing. And I'm like, trust me, people, the first time we start thinking about it, you will know. Um, So the engagement party that's in the works, is that something you guys are doing up in L.A. or back in your hometowns? Um, So it's going to be here in L.A. and it's a surprise. So somebody's throwing it for us. But all we know is the date and then to just like tell our friends and family to Show up. Yeah. Show okay. Up if they can. Yeah. So, we have no idea where it is. Yeah. We don't okay. even know exactly where it is, but we know it's around like here somewhere. Okay. But I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. That's fun. Um, no, it sounds like fun. Yeah. And I, I love surprises. Like, what that are you? Awesome. What, like, ideally in your engagement party, what would it incorporate? What would you guys have? I think for unicorns. me, I'm just ex- <laughs> unicorns, definitely. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I'm excited for all of our friends and family to meet. At the end of the day, like, a lot of them haven't been able to even meet Dylan, a lot mm-hmm. of my family, but, you know, cousins and things like that, they still haven't been able to meet him. So I think we're just more excited to, like, get everyone in one little area and have, like, a fun little party. Yeah. So. Hey, let me say, I have not had an engagement party yet, so whoever is hey. throwing this, send it my way. Because I won't. Like, <laughs> no, our, we have, we yeah. have uh, missed our moment, but but that, yeah, no. that sounds amazing. It's I can't wait to see late. photos. Well, I, have you, you guys know Chris and Crystal, because yeah. obviously at the wedding, um, yeah. prior to their wedding, they had this beautiful engagement down near us in San Diego, and it was gorgeous. And yeah. I didn't go, I just saw the photos. So I'm excited oh, to see yours. It'll be, that. I'm sure, lovely. Oh, Do you know thanks. what you're going to wear yet? Is that a surprise? Um, no clue, but you know... I feel like since it's so far away from, like, wedding and things like that, I'm thinking about more doing just, like, I will say, like, champagne-colored stuff instead of, like, super white right now. Because I'm like, you know what? Like, this is more of a celebration. Like, we're together and everybody meet and hang out. Um, So I think I'm going to go, like, champagne-ish ivory tones, maybe. Or I might just switch it up and go, like, bright pink. I don't know. We'll see. Do it. Well, I'm sure it'll be lovely. Whatever you decide, are you inviting Bachelor Nation people to the wedding? Uh, to the wedding? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I'm it's kind of far out, but I mean, I'm I'm sure there'll be some people who yeah who get invited to it. Because like some, some people get invited friends. to the party, but not necessarily the wedding. I know how that goes, so that's why I just went ahead and jumped to the wedding. Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely going to be some people from from Bachelor Nation that get invited to the wedding. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a whole entire Bachelor Nation thing, but definitely the people that are close and in our bubble and, you know, just that care about us and text us and, you know, are supportive of us, then yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Not a free-for-all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. Good for you guys. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Keep it small and intimate. Yes, yeah, small. Definitely. Well, one question I wanted to ask you guys is because obviously you each went through your respective seasons through Paradise, and we've seen several love stories come out of Paradise that didn't always last, but throughout all of Bachelor uh, and Bachelor in Paradise, have you guys gotten any advice from other couples who have been through this that have helped you guys kind of? pave your own road out of this or anyone that you've seen that you really admire that you take bits and pieces from their relationship? Um, Kevin and Astrid talked to us at the wedding. That's who I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like sat us down and talked to us for probably an hour at the wedding, which was really nice. And y'all, they are some like real, real life humans. Like I, I've, it was yep. so refreshing talking to them. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't care about all the 
extra stuff. They're just like talking about relationship and like the realness side of it. And I'm all about a real and raw conversation. So um, I don't know. I really feel like we were in a similar situation as they were. So mm-hmm. I liked that. I liked them. They're yeah. a solid couple. I don't know them yes, all that well. Yes, they are. Rachel knows yes. You know those better, are my besties. But... We're going on vacation in like three weeks. Together. Oh, no, wait, where? Yeah, those that, yeah, they're the realest. They okay. just seem like they really care about people and like their genuine yeah. happiness. Like I remember when all the drama was going on at the wedding with Blake, like Kevin sat him down and was like, dude, like your sanity is the number one thing. Like, and if this isn't good for you, just get out. Like he didn't want to like bullshit and be like, oh, this is so fun. Like, yeah, stick it out. If you're not happy you're not happy so they they seem like a good couple good head on their shoulders um before we let you guys go we got to get your predictions for paradise since you're the paradise experts becca and i have never been before thank goodness Um, (laughs) but who do you think so far from this season is going to be great in paradise or even will go to paradise yeah go for it sarah c mckenna Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Oh, McKenna, I don't know what happens. McKenna will be amazing for Paradise, I think. I think she's like, she'll like react and like, Natasha. she's a cutie. What about Tammy? Tammy's, oh, Tammy, yeah. Oh my gosh, Tammy. I love Tammy. Anytime she gets on my screen, I get really excited. She's like, the, she's, we like, talked about she this. What's she going to say next? She's kind of like the Demi of the house. Like yeah. the wild card, you know, says it like it is. Yep. Um, I don't know who the top girls are, so that's kind of tricky. Um, if, oh, yeah. if Sydney's not the winner, then totally see Sydney there. She's like real, tells it how it is, whatever. So obviously that would be fabulous. I feel for like Paradise. Sydney would be the like the sexy like Baywatch on the beach. Like all the guys have their eyes on her. Yeah, I Kelsey, what guys are gonna go. That's what I'm very. Any about. any predictions for for guys? Maybe from past. I know we I'd haven't had see, a bachelorette I'd love season. To see but Dustin there. I think Dustin didn't get enough. Get enough love. I'd mm-hmm. love to see him I've there. met nice. Dustin. He's fun. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Very um, sweet. Okay. Well, that's about it for you guys. I'm glad that we you know we got you to loosen up, spill some tea. I know how how many times did Hannah tug you in this interview? Well, she's definitely staring at me while I was talking. Okay. <laughs> they, I will <laughs> say, eyes, and then I've like tapped his leg, but he did good. <laughs> I think you did good. Though. Watching the two of you interact is actually really cute. Like at one point, you guys high fived, and it just you guys have a good rapport. It's it's fun to watch uh, you. Thank face you. to face, finally. <laughs> yes. Finally. We, we're very balanced, as you can you tell. Can tell. Very outspoken, and Hannah's, like, she is. Yeah. She'll, she'll look you in the shape, Dylan. She'll She's keep thoughtful. you in line. We have a good time, though. Dylan's way more thoughtful than anybody knows, so he's extremely selfless and thoughtful so well Very lucky. that's so great we're so happy for you guys thank you so much for coming into the show for hanging out with us we hope you guys come back and we're really just excited to watch you guys and see what you have coming up yay i hope to meet you uh face to face sometime oh you will girl this world is so small this basketball. fabulous <laughs> sounds good thanks guys thank you thank you Woo. all right guys you know we can't forget to do our new cats and rats of the week so here we go rach all right, this is this is a quick and easy one, and and I'm surprised at the answers I'm about to give. Now, mind you, this is just based off this week's episode. Okay, mm-hmm. the cat, it's Kelsey. She shined this week. Sorry, I'm not judging her on anything else she did. Mm-hmm. I think things will take a turn, but I'm giving the cat to Kelsey, and um, everybody else is a rat. Because I'm just sick of it. It's a house full of rats. <laughs> uh, I agree with the Kelsey. I also would like to say. I thought Shan killed it on the football field. She shined, and she did not get nearly enough recognition. So I'm going to go with Shan. That's a good one. I like that. And then, yeah, I mean, rats, it's... I'm going to say... 
Alea only because I don't think she should be here right now. Hey, fair. That's fair. But also Victoria, too, because, you know, it's uh, tough. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we play a game, Becca? We shall. We should. Let's have a little fun because I'm exhausted from talking about everything that's going on. We need to lighten things up. It's been Mm -hmm. a little bit heavy. Let's have a drama-free game. So... Okay, this game is called Sex Move or, or Football Play. <laughs> now, you would think that being a broadcaster in professional football, I would know a thing or two about this, but I think I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself when it comes to this. So we're going to read off names, and Becca or I or both will have to guess if it's a sex move or a football play. So you're welcome. This will help you with your football education and your sexual and education. maybe in the boudoir. Well, Rach, since you know much more about football than I do, I want to start with you to see uh, if you know these ones. Okay. Okay. So first up, we have the Crouching Tiger. Football. No, that one is a sex move. I almost was going to say that, but then for some reason it sounded football. Okay. Okay. I get, I get, I, you know, all of these are going to be a little on the fence. So the splitter. Football. No, this one is also a sex move. Dang it. I would, I would have said sex move only because. Now I'm picturing some of this in my mind. And Okay. <laughs> All right. The Statue of Liberty. Football. Yep. Okay. Because yeah. it sounds like a boring sex Very boring. I'm is, like, what do you right? do? Just stick your hand up in there? Yeah. Okay. Right. Total football play. Uh, the Flea Flicker. Football. Yep. That one I know. You know that one fast. That yeah. was a good one. Okay. <laughs> That's These names. Okay. Is Okay. Shredding the cheese. I'm going to say football because I hope that it's football. No! That's so gross. I know. Well, that's why I'm reading it. What kind of sex move is shredding the cheese? That is disgusting. I don't want to Google these because I really don't want anything on my phone. But I'm just... What is shredding... That just sounds terrible. That just sounds disgusting. That's gross. Okay. The coffin corner. Sex move. No, that one's football. I was going to say football. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, football. Okay. Propeller. Sex move. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, the spin-o-rama. Sex move? No, that one's football. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll I, Google that one later just to see because it's PG. I'm afraid to Google any of these at this point. Okay. Now it's your turn. <laughs> All right. All right. First up, the waggle. The waggle. I'm going to say that's a football move. You are right. Ooh. Okay, you're already off to a better side. Hey, than me. one for one. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but the Bomaruski. I'm gonna. Oh, you know that could go either way because there could be a football player out there with the last name of Bomaruski. But I'm gonna go on the fence and say this one's a sex move. Oh, you, close. Shoot. It was football. Dang it! You almost. I thought you're gonna get it. Is this? Is that someone's last name? I have no idea. I can't imagine a coach being like, go get that bummerooski. Yeah, and, and we're probably saying it wrong. We're probably <laughs> saying it wrong. All right, the tighter doggy. I'm going to say that one's a football. It's a sex move. That one's, well, I know the doggy, but the tighter. I'm just trying to picture these on the field. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dang, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up to you, Rach. <laughs> the captain hook. Oh, geez, Louise. 
That just sounds dangerous in the boudoir, so I'm going to say football. It's a sex move. Oh, my Lanta. The Captain Hook. <laughs> what is the Captain Hook? Uh, I'm, that sounds scary, this right? This is like Fifty Shades of Grey right now. Hook, hook, hook. Yeah. <laughs> Rufy. Oh, okay. No, that's not that's not on the list. But that I should, that should be. <laughs> um, pooch punt. <laughs> Total sex move. <laughs> no. Football play. It's a football play. What? What is I'm the pooch punt? Laughing. I'm dying laughing. Oh Can my you gosh. Imagine? Now you get out there and you run that pooch punt and you run it fast and hard. I am never going to, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl the same. I'm just saying. Uh, can you imagine them being mic'd up and that's all you hear? They'd have to bleep it out probably oh, yeah. because the audience just wouldn't understand. Yeah. Mothers would be covering okay. their children's ears. Yes. Pooch punt. Pooch punt. Okay. The next one is the helicopter. Sex move? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ding, 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 Ooh, ding. Finally, I'm redeeming myself. Right? The ankle breaker. Anything in football. Yes. Okay. That's football. Okay. Very good. You're on a roll. Ooh. Last but not least, <laughs> I totally read this wrong in my head, and I'll tell you what I was. But last but not least, naked bootleg. Uh, the naked bootleg. I'm going to say sex. It's a football play. How is naked a football play? I I don't know, but I first read it as naked booty instead of naked bootleg, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's a football play? No. Go get that naked booty. Okay, well, naked bootleg is football. So we sucked at this. I hope you have fun. You should play this. This is something you should play at a bachelorette party. So you're welcome. And you get an education either way, whether it's in football or it's in sex move. Please Google at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Um, or play it during the Super Bowl. It's coming up. Yes. Or, or during the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love every week diving into all things bachelor with you guys thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being here but before we wrap up the show i just want to say that we want to send our condolences to the family of tyler g i was shocked to hear the news i know you were too becca Mm -hmm. and it's it's just really sad and so we don't know the details of it but we just want to acknowledge him his presence he was bachelor nation family and we just want to continue to keep his family in thought and prayer and listeners, we love to hear from you every week. You can always email us at happyhour at bachelornation.com or go to bachelornation.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. 
Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. <laughs> You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.